the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Jennifer here. It's such a good time to be together, to be in God's Word. And yes, we're still talking about Mary of Bethany. We're in a series. Mary of Bethany is one of my absolute favorites. She did understand simply being, being in God's presence, spending time with Him. And I think the real key is she was very humble. You know, to to get down on your knees, to get down on your face, to, to sit, to pour out. I call her the poured out one. That is what she did. Her heart was humble. What what do we need to do to do to to be humble? How do you get to that place to where she was? She wasn't embarrassed of the Lord. She wasn't embarrassed of what she didn't care what others said about her. She 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 was different from her sister. She was different. She she made great sacrifices. She just chose this path of humility She's known in all four Gospels, so she, I mean, she made an impact. She's uh, the sister of Lazarus. She's the sister of Martha, and I just, I love calling her the poured out one, and you might think, oh, it's just her temperament, it's just her personality. No, I don't think that's the case. I think she was acutely intentional. She was deliberate. She was strategic in her spirituality, and Jesus was her highest priority. She was very observant, and she abandoned everything to focus on her on Jesus and Jesus defended her twice. I love it. He, he defended her. So if we do what she did, then he would, he would be okay with that because <laughs> he defended her. So she gave her most valuable possession, a jar of perfume poured it at his feet, which really anointed him for the cross and for burial. And she left behind the worry and the hurry of this world and the value of this world, she left all that behind to follow him. I think, you know, the Bible says to count the cost. Are we going to count the cost of following him? Sometimes we have to sit back and count the cost because there are some high prices in following the Lord. I was talking about Mary of Bethany at the church next door. That's our church on the west side of Columbus. And I want you to listen in to this quick little clip here. So here she is. She's at his feet for comfort. And you know what's amazing about her, too, is all these friends that Mary has, they begin to believe in Jesus. Her faith is so real that they catch it. So what's our dilemma today? Our dilemma today is to leave behind the value of this world to value our time with Jesus. Scene three. Here we are. What are they doing? Partying. (laughs) Very social, right? So they're back at the house in Bethany. This time, Lazarus is there. He's reclining on Jesus, the healed Lazarus, how grateful he is. 
and you have a house full of people, I bet at this point Mary's like, yeah, I'm not going to even bother to have the conversation with Martha. Where is she at? She's at his feet. I love it. You, you can be consistent like Mary of Bethany. And so here they are. Big party Judas is there. And she is bringing him the gift of a lifetime. It's an alabaster jar. And it's filled with perfume. They say this is worth a year's wages. I wonder if this gift would have been her wedding. Like her wedding preparation. Because they, that's what they would do. They would save that for their wedding day. Maybe she, she's not engaged yet. And she decides to show us how to give Jesus an act of service. And in her day, in the midst of all of this, guys are everywhere. It wasn't necessarily appropriate what she was doing. She takes off her headscarf. She's kneeling at his feet. She's pouring oil on his head and wiping his feet with her hair. And they are criticizing her. Have you ever been criticized publicly or just criticized in general, it stings, it hurts, it's painful. And they are in her face and they say, you're wasting this money. Why can't this money go to the poor? The, the poor need this money. Why are you doing this? And Jesus defends her for the second time. He says, guys, it's okay. The poor you're always going to have. Yes, you're going to feed the poor, of course. But you're not always going to have me. I'm going to the cross. She is anointing me for my burial. Well, how did she know that? She knew that because she'd been listening to Jesus. She'd been sitting there. She'd been hearing that he was going to go to this cross, that he was going to die for her. And she's giving him this beautiful gift. She teaches us acts of service, to, to a life poured out. When you think of Mary of Bethany, she was a life poured out. They're smelling waste. She's saying, no, this is the greatest fragrance. I want to give you something really important. Think about what we could give him. You know, what is he asking us to give him? That's a big question to think about. That is a big question to think about, isn't it? What is he asking us to give him? You know, this perfume that she poured out was a financial and emotional gift of love. I feel that she poured out her disappointment. She honored him, and she had such bold courage to do this. She stopped in the midst of hustle and bustle, even at a party, and chose a better way, and she sat at his feet. She, she did this again and again. What a humble faith. What is he asking us to do? What is he asking us to pour out? What's, what would that look like? I want to read the scriptures to you again. Uh, let's look in John 11. There's, there's, I just want you to see so many times she's mentioned uh, in Luke and John and Mark and Matthew. Uh, but let's, let's read John 11, one. It says the death of Lazarus. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Martha and her sister, Mary. And when Martha heard Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary stayed at home when Mary, you know, she was grieving, right? When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, our brother would not have died. And then in John twelve three, when she took a pint of pure nard, expensive perfume, and poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. 
I just, to me, what's so exciting about Mary and Martha and Lazarus, you know, and the Lord raised Lazarus from the dead, but it's so powerful because you just see the inner relationship, the close-knit, the, the family feel. That's how God wants to be with you, and that's how he wants to be with me. He wants us to tell him everything. He wants us to talk to him. He wants us to 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 be in his presence because there's hope there. There's comfort there. There's answers there. And I guess the real way to do that, to interact in that way, is just to simply talk to him. Prayer is talking to God. I Just talk to him about everything. Okay, and now let's look at Mark 14, 8 to 9. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. It's true. She's still famous, isn't she, to this day? So she humbly fell at the feet of Jesus. She waited on him. She had complete faith in him. So I guess our big challenge is how could we make sitting at the feet of Jesus, spending time in his presence, time with the Lord, a way of life? How can we make this a way of life? I, to me, I think we have to start with a little prayer. If you feel like, gosh, Jennifer, I just don't, I don't have the time. I don't have the desire. I, plenty to do. My life is full. I don't see the benefit of that. I think let's start with a, a small prayer. And it kind of goes like this. Lord, I want to want to. I remember so many times in my life when I, I just, I just wasn't doing that. I just, you know, wasn't spending that time with the Lord. I had filled it with many other things. And even some were good things or serving him or doing things for him, but not with him. And I began to pray that little prayer. Lord, I want to want to. Lord, I want to want you more. Lord, I want to spend more time with you. Lord, I want to feel your presence. I want to experience your love. And then... That began to happen. So why don't we do that? Why don't we pray that right now? God, we come to you and we just say, Lord, we want to want you. We want to spend time with you. I pray that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit. You would draw us with your love. Give us more and more time in your presence, more of a desire to live for you and to love you and to just have that heart, that humble heart like Mary of Bethany. That's what we want, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You know, God will do that for you. So that's your prayer this week. Lord, I want to want to. I want to want to. And he's going to do it. I have seen God answer the most incredible things. I remember walking our six acres and saying, Lord, I'm going to give you everything. He was teaching me Hebrews 11, 1, and it says to throw off every hindrance the sin that so easily entangles us and to run the race marked out for him. And I kept, I kept walking and saying, Lord, show me, show me if there's any sin in my life. I, I want to be rid of it. And he, he showed me to pray that verse every single day. And so it says every hindrance or anything that easily entangles us. So I just kept praying that verse and praying that verse. And, and one day God showed me that I should go back to Kenya And I wanted to go back to Kenya and to go to Kenya to help with the widows and the orphans. And that came, that was birthed out of those walks, out of those prayers. Lord, I want to want you more. I don't want anything to hold me back from your very best in my life. And I think as we begin to to pray that way and ask him, he will 
He'll do something. He'll show you something. So begin to say, Lord, is there anything between me and you? What is it? Show it to me. Lord, is there anything that's slowing me down? I want to know what that is. Bring it to my attention. Bring it to my mind. Because sometimes we don't even, we're not knowingly sinning. We don't obviously know of anything that would come between us. But as we lay it before the Lord, he will show you these little tiny tweaks little tiny tweaks. He's such a gentleman. He's so kind and he draws us with his Holy Spirit and he might just nudge you and say, hey, what about this? What about that? Have you thought about going this direction or going that direction? We need his leading in our life, don't we? That's what Mary of Bethany did. She was led by the Lord and you will be too because that's why she was sitting. She was waiting at his feet. So that's your challenge for today. Find some time, pull out that rocking chair, Go on a walk, sit on your kitchen floor. God will give you the instructions. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. I hope that you will stay with us. We have a great guest coming right up. Her story is incredibly powerful and very exciting. I want you to hear this message. In the meantime, I need you to go to jennifer-jackson.org. I have so many goodies for you there. I have some free recipes. I have free prayers. I want you to go back and listen to the previous episodes. They're right there under radio at jennifer-jackson.org. You are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.